I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Did you see the lead story in the Daily Mail? Who, me? Yeah. No. Going to read you the headline. Quote, I am Kamala. My pronouns are she and her. And I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. That's how she introduced herself to disability activists. Well. At a round table. Talk about pandering to the audience. Wow. They're very sensitive to. <laughs> My pronouns are she and her, and I am a woman. <laughs> Why did you have to say the suit color? Uh, I don't know. It, oh, in case they're blind? Yeah, but if they're blind, then they wouldn't know what blue is anyway. Uh, you don't have to be blind your whole life to be blind. Some people get blind. That's true. Not at but birth, but later. I, 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 so they might have an idea what blue is. So she's trying to cover all grounds. Wow. Uh, wow. We should get that audio. <laughs> yeah, we the should get that audio. 32nd anniversary of the enactment of the American, oh, the Americans with Disabilities Act. Oh, right. good Lord. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Eric, see if you can get that audio. That's, uh, that's where we are in the world. It's the John and Ken Show. Ooh. John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And you can call us he, him, and uh, what am I wearing? Uh, a green shirt. Oh, um, you're wearing something today. Good. I wear something every day. Stop pressing that stupid idea of yours, because that's what you did when you worked from home. We've all speculated whether... You were in your underwear. Nude. No, I don't do that. I have to walk back a text. Let me see if I can do that. You put your fingers on the phone and walk them back? Is that what you do? I texted you that Tony Dow died. He's not dead. 
no? Tony Dow, the actor from Leave It to Beaver, has liver cancer. But, you know, it was a good source because uh, the wife had them posted on social media well, that he I, died. I saw the headlines everywhere, yeah. The wife killed him a little early. That's kind of strange. Oh, so she had it ready to go and... No, she, it said that... Here it is. She gave the false information to his management team... His son explained to Fox News Digital, per TMZ, Dow's wife is very distraught and believed her husband was dead. She then told Dow's management team, who posted it, and the world went with it as breaking news this morning. The wife's mm. name is Lauren Schulkind. They've been right. married over 40 years, but I guess she must have left him and thought he was gone. I didn't wait for the actual Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, the... Uh... So she she told the management team he was, he was gone, gone, and they felt comfortable sending out the uh, message. Wouldn't you? I mean, if well, yeah. The wife if, of if the, the wife man calls that you're, up and, yeah. and she's uh, she's sure of it. She, well, it's just, she says Tony's passed, and so they released yeah. it as news on social media, and it was headlines all over the place this morning. So I texted you, and here we are, a couple of hours later, and he's not dead, but apparently he's in hospice and uh, barely mm. hanging on. All right. Well, it's kind of a technicality again. I guess soon soon it'll happen. No, no, no. Sure. That's not how it works. You never know. There could be a miracle. I've never heard of a miracle, but sure. <laughs> I know. One day you I'm shall still experience waiting. a uh, miracle. I have about 11 miracles I'd like to happen, and so far I'm 0 for 11. You got 11 miracles on your list? Mm -hmm. Is that lifetime or just recently? Um, just accumulated over time. I don't, I, I don't know. I'd have to write down the dates. But yeah, I have 11 miracles I've been waiting for it, waiting to happen, and they don't. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can only think of a if, couple. If there's any supernatural spirits out there, they don't they don't listen to me. And it's understandable. No, 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 no prayers go answered. No special requests. No miracles. Nothing. No. Well, uh, you know, this, this, there's that what? there's that saying: when one door closes, another one opens. And if the door doesn't open, it's not your door. So maybe it's just not your miracle. <laughs> Jeez, that's heavy. <laughs> wow. Those Thanks miracles for breaking just, in with that. Don't open. It's not your door. Yeah, if you keep banging, I'm on trying the door, to open somebody on the door. Right. It's just not your door. I'm so at my neighbor's door. I shouldn't be there. Not your miracle. Sure. John, right. John doesn't have a door because it'll uh, never open. No, <laughs> <laughs> my door is permanently shut. It's the, it's the emergency <laughs> exit that's permanently blocked. Don't knock. You're not getting in. I'm not answering. We have the Kamala Harris audio. If you want to hear, it. Oh, let's hear it. Sure. Uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion. Big mask. Um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And... Um... <laughs> yeah, I don't... Wow. And she has no idea how absurd she is. <laughs> And this is what she's down to. <laughs> Was it a Zoom meeting or something? Uh, no, it's a roundtable uh, Oh, yeah, discussion. I see her there at the Same. desk, right. right? She's got her little notebook out with a and, little placard, and, and, Vice and, President and, Kamala Harris. And it's on the abortion uh, obsession. But I thought this was ADA. They were commemorating um, the enactment of the ADA, the 32nd yes, anniversary. Yes, but she went on uh, about how uh, Roe versus Wade, the overturn of that is no. particularly concerning because it could have effects on Americans with disabilities. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. People, uh, well, she's not important, so it doesn't matter what she does on a no, daily basis. But, but 
Oh, you're right. How the overturning of Roe v. Wade uniquely impacts women with disabilities. Uh-huh. Wow, they've really honed in the message, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. That they're, is... they're looking under every rock for a way to send that message down there. That's micro-pandering here. Everyone uh, at the table introduced themselves that way. They gave their pronouns and said what they were wearing. <laughs> is this what you have to do now? Like when you meet people, you have to... Uh, it looks I've heard like it. it's all women. Oh, no, there's a guy there. Well, in the, well, I don't know if it's a guy. There's somebody there in a tie. One of my sons said they were doing this in a, in a classroom at college. They, and you, they you, didn't refuse to participate? You, you're supposed to, you were supposed to stand up and announce your pronouns. Uh <laughs> Well, you don't want anybody to address you improperly. Can you imagine being in college right now? Can you imagine? It would be a very different time. I wouldn't have lasted like 15 seconds. What the hell are you talking about? I am not standing up and announcing my pronouns. Are you going to teach something now? Uh, We're keeping an eye on the L.A. County Board of Supervisors, which is supposed to be talking about and already has started talking about Barbara Ferrer's latest lockdown, the indoor mask mandate, returning to L.A. County as soon as Friday because of these ridiculous, uh, unbelievable and false COVID hospitalization numbers. But I do have a piece of breaking news. Do you want to hear it? Yes. It's apparently from Barbara Ferrer and the county health department. And let me see if I can make sure I read it correctly. Due to the ongoing crisis of monkeypox and the underserved gay community, as of midnight Friday, all sexual relations in L.A. County will be banned. Is that right? That's right. Everything? That is the primary mode of monkeypox transmission is some sort of physical sexual contact. Oh, well, you have to have equity. Because, yes, she wants equity. This is an underserved community, and right now they're Mm. being hurt the worst by monkeypox. Therefore, we should all have no relations for okay it's an indeterminate period of time until this passes for some it makes no, no difference to have any physical sexual contact with anyone else okay. in the county can we can we think about it are we already, are, i guess you can leave the county can, they would can we can we think about unsafe uh, i suppose you can, i don't think it's a thinking transmission problem okay all right but apparently <laughs> at least there's something she wants to make sure everyone's covered uh we have <laughs> New audio I, of her. You know what? If you heard that announced as real news, would it really surprise you? No, no. No, me neither. No, no. I, I describe this woman to people as the lady that drives around by herself with the windows up and the mask on, <laughs> and she's controlling the health decisions mm-hmm. in L.A. County for all of us, Yeah, being the most incredibly uh, overly cautious nutball. <laughs> yeah, how did we get... Like the person with the most extreme, like like germ yeah, phobia disorder. Supposedly, there she was maskless at the All Star Games. So I, I don't know. I no, never verified that picture. It, but. It's a, it's about telling everybody else what to do. That's that's all it is. They've all been like that. Here is uh, her. Well, there's a little bit of light in the tunnel here. So let's play uh, today. Her talking to the board of supervisors about the possibility of the indoor mask mandate returning on Friday. As I mentioned earlier, if we remain in the high COVID-19 community level through this Thursday, July 28th, with no significant decreases in cases or hospital admissions, we will go ahead and implement universal indoor masking on Friday, July 29th to help us slow the rate of transmission and protect those most vulnerable. Should we see sustained decreases in cases, 
Yes. Or the rate of hospital admissions moves closer to the threshold for medium. Yes. We will pause implementation of universal indoor masking as we closely monitor our transmission rates. Her hospital numbers are fake. It's been pointed out by at least, oh, I don't know, six prominent doctors and health officials in L.A. County. Including the head of the L.A. County hospital system. Right. Yeah. So her, her hospitalization numbers that she's clinging to are fake. It's a hoax. Yeah, they're counting everybody with COVID. Even if they're not in the hospital for COVID, they're not really being treated for COVID, but they tested positive for COVID, they're in the hospitalization number. COVID that's is what makes a it false. coincidence, not a cause. A coincidence is a good, that's a yeah, good, that's yeah. a good word. So, so she's pushing fake numbers and then haughtily sits there and goes, well, you know, if I determine that the numbers have fallen into a more acceptable range, then I will decide that it's not necessary for everyone to walk around with a government-ordered face diaper. It's like, who the hell are you? Those are fake numbers. How many doctors need to stand up and tell you you're, 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 tell, you're, you're, you're full of it? You're just flat out full of it. Well, yesterday, one of the members of the L.A. County Board of Supervisors stood up against the mandate. That's Catherine Parker. Next hour, we did find another public official in the county, along with their council, standing up against the mask mandate. We'll be talking to the mayor of Beverly Hills at 305. When we come back. You'll get the keyword for a chance at some money. Barbara Freer explains why masking's important. That sounds pretty humorous. And the El Segundo Times has already moved on. It's not just COVID you need to worry about. It's long COVID coming go. up. All right, good. All right. <laughs> Our hysteria of the day. Uh, John and Ken show KFI and long COVID. We'll talk about it in a moment, but here is a chance. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Check. That's check. C-H-E-C-K. Enter it now at KFIAM640.com slash cash. Powered by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you're hurt in an accident, winning is everything. Call the winning attorneys at Sweet James. 800-500-5200. That's 800-500-5200 or SweetJames.com. If you win, you'll get an email that says so. Check your junk or spam folders in case it falls there. Listen to KFI, winning keyword every weekday, starting in the 9 a.m. hour all the way to the 5 p.m. hour. Next chance to win next hour at 320 here on KFI. They'll be talking about miracles earlier. I, I don't know. I just had it in my head. If we got enough signatures at change.org to get Barbara Ferrer out, she'd be removed as the county health director. I guess it doesn't work that way. Huh? No, change.org is actually useless. Nobody wants to say so, but it is. Everyone it is kind of, it's virtue signaling. You know, wait a second. I, I signed on change.org. They got 7 million signatures. I don't understand. Because it's nothing. It's not a thing. Well, they said that the Board of Supervisors will be notified if we get enough signatures. No. Yes, and, and, and the, the feeble-minded fall for that. Oh, you see? You know, they're going to be notified. Okay, they're going to be notified. That's right. The thousands of us are angry. What, what's, the other go. what's the other thing they're on? You know, if, uh, it's, it's been shown that if 10,000 people sign, then you'll get a response. <laughs> oh, a response, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> God. For two and a half years now, the El Segundo Times has had two writers that cover COVID. One of my favorite names. There's Luke Money and then there's Ron Gong. Ron hyphen Gong Lin the second. They've been writing all the COVID stories pretty much for the El Segundo Times since this began. It's the infection. There was a bigger yes. writing team at the beginning, but now it's down to pretty much the two of them right. because it doesn't matter to and, most and, people anymore. And they keep writing the same crap over and over again. And I'm guessing on the West Side, which this paper is marketed to the West Side weenies, they get enough hits. You know, I saw, I saw a guy this morning in the bail shop. 
double masked. And this is interesting because the top mask was like puffed out. Mm. I guess it was one of those N95s, but it was like specially puffed out. And and every time he breathed, you could see him suck in the sides of the mask. Oh, I've seen that, yes. So the mask was throbbing, which was grossing me out. <laughs> Because he was standing there ordering the bagels. Like, and you couldn't <laughs> stop looking, though. <laughs> oh, no, I couldn't stop looking. It's like, it oh, he's like got something. Somebody on their deathbed with one of those yes, pumping like. machines. <laughs> <laughs> those, those breathing machines. <laughs> it's like, would you, would you get out of here? You're ruining my appetite. Get out of here with that, that pulsing thing on your mouth. In fact, apparently that's Fauci's latest advice. Yes, he's still around. And it should be a KN95 or an N95 mask. That's all you should be wearing now. Forget those hospital masks and certainly forget those cloth masks. Forget those gaiters, John's bandanas. The, the blue masks don't work either, huh? The, no, the medical masks, they don't think are as good as the N95 and the KN95. That's what I see most people wearing, though. They do, yes. They're better than the cloth mask. So, so, I'm not even going to do this. So yeah, I know, but, but the thing is, people are going to try to conform to the latest order from the government, and then they put something on that has, that has no purpose anyway. For two years, that's pretty much been the case, yes. <laughs> well, no, this pair just put out a story that it's possible we're going to avoid the indoor mask mandate on Friday. Uh-huh. It's, it's, what do you call it, optimistically cautious? L.A. County could avoid mask mandate this week as coronavirus cases decline, which we told you was a stupid and incorrect (laughs) metric. How did that happen if people hadn't masked themselves? I. (laughs) What happens if they put on the masks and it starts going up? Oh, speaking of masks, here's Barbara Frere's latest on why they're important. Great. And recently there's also been a fair amount of misstatements about the current impact of COVID. So I want to address several of them directly. Next slide. Uh, There's a lot of uh, information out there about uh, masks not working. The fact is that mask wearing is a form of what's called source control or reducing the spread of an infectious agent at its source Mm. while also protecting the wearer from aerosolized virus and respiratory droplets. Universal masking is used inside healthcare settings because we know masks work. All right, off and the it stage. remains. Oh, shush, please. It's boring. Put her in a sack. So the El Segundo Times, the same two writers, Ron Gong, Lynn the second. This name comes first this time, and then Luke Money. They did a story on what should be your next scare. <laughs> it's long COVID. You know what they headlined it? The internet version. Fears of a more long COVID, a mass in quotes disabling event. As variants rip through California. A mass disabling event? Disabling, yes. What, people are just going to uh, fall to the ground? Well, the Unable- long-term symptoms apparently really screw up people's heads. They they have difficulty concentrating, working, at least according to this story. They've been yakking about this for uh, two and a half years. They have. Here's a woman that's had difficulty driving, reading, and walking. i still not recovered. She got COVID in 2020. Uh, I, do you know anybody who has that? Long COVID? No, no, one of my friend's brothers, it was rumored, but I have not updated the situation. Well, he also wasn't vaccinated, so well, yeah, maybe they were trying to oh, they, make it sound like he did the wrong thing because he didn't get vaccinated. Now he has long COVID, but I never confirmed it. Um, yeah, I don't know anybody who's had this long COVID thing. I mean, I believe it exists, but uh, it, uh, it looks like this is just... One in five adults aged 18 to 64 had COVID-19 suffered a health condition that might be related to the previous coronavirus infection. One in five? 
Uh, yeah, but that's not really long COVID. It just says problems could be the heart, lungs, kidneys. Somewhere uh, in here, there was an estimate. It, this doesn't seem right to me. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, it, the, it, one of the problems is they don't have enough data on this. And there are some actually in the medical field that kind of question how real this is. That yeah, it could uh, also be psychological. Is it psychosomatic symptoms because all the people are so freaked out they have it? That even if the main symptoms go away, they think they still have they it? Still like think echo they still echo effect? It. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I saw another story. It was a year old, but it was comparing it to, remember, chronic fatigue syndrome? Yeah, that one I've always been skeptical of, too. And that a lot of people, and I've got to be careful here, that are reporting long COVID are women which was also the case well, with chronic fatigue syndrome. Yeah, those that category tends to uh, affect women like way, way more than men. Oh, here it is. One in seven adults and one in eight in California reported having long COVID symptoms, data showed. Yeah. One in seven, one in eight in California. Uh, I don't know. An estimated one in 13 adults nationwide, one in 14 in California have current long COVID symptoms. Oh, look at this. Some have seen improvements... By going on an anti-inflammatory diet, lower portions of refined carbohydrates, and red meat. Look at that. They stuck in an anti-meat uh, paragraph in the story. Yeah, that's right. All the problems in the world go back to eating meat, right? You're long COVID. You're inflamed. It's because you I eat meat. You're the best reason for meat being inflammatory. You're inflamed every day on the show. You're constantly screaming, yelling. I'm also very healthy. <laughs> What? Oh, what do you oh, laugh? The, the laugh track got what played. What was the laugh for? I didn't know my mic was on. <laughs> what were you laughing at? Oh, nothing. <laughs> well, I'm not unhealthy. I'm healthy. Okay. I'm sure. Well, <laughs> All right. We got to take a break with that. That's great. Good start to the okay. show. All right. Now war has been declared. Yeah, really. Uh, John and Ken show. Okay, if I... At 3.05, the mayor of Beverly Hills is coming on the show. They had a special meeting to talk about the return of the indoor mask mandate in L.A. County, and they decided they will not enforce it. They want nothing to do with it. So we will talk to her coming up after the news at 3.00. Uh, we return to the world of woke Starbucks. The story a couple of weeks ago, and it was from an internal meeting, the Starbucks CEO, Howard Schultz, talked about the closures of a number of Starbucks coffee shops in major Democratic cities around the country, including L.A., which closed several in downtown, the West Side, West Hollywood. And uh, we're looking at a column because I, I didn't know this. Kevin Williamson, it appears in the New York Post, um, Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz is paying the price for going woke. He apparently decided a number of years ago that he would make restrooms in the Starbucks coffee shops available to anyone in the public. Now, as you know, I don't know how many years ago this started, and it can be frustrating because this is kind of another downside to the homeless problem not being fixed, is that a lot of businesses won't let anybody, it says for customers only, or there's a there's a lock on it or you have to have a code you have to, to get go into, you can't just walk in and go to the bathroom you need a code from the counter from yeah. somebody you got to buy something so i guess they can size you up and decide yeah. whether or not you're worthy of the code or some of them say you have to make a purchase so you got to get a coffee then they give you a code and then you could do your business 
Yeah, I haven't had that problem. I just asked for the code. I guess they sized me up. It happened a couple of gas stations yeah. too. Uh, so, but he decided that he would just make the Starbucks bathrooms open to anybody because it was a pressing issue. I remember this story. I'd forgotten Describes about him it. as a sentimental urban progressive. A sentimental urban progressive is how Williamson describes Schultz. You remember he he was going to run for president as an independent for really? a few minutes? When? 2016? 2016, yeah. Oh. He, he talked about it publicly for a few weeks, and I think they did some polling, and he got 3% and quietly oh. went away. Oh, okay. No, I don't remember that, but... I guess he really thought he was on top of the world, huh? Yeah. Uh, so what has happened, of course, in cities like New York, Philadelphia, Portland, Los Angeles, they become part-time homeless shelters and makeshift psych wards. Is how Williamson <laughs> describes them. Isn't that a great line? Makeshift psychiatric <laughs> wards. <laughs> That's true. Some Starbucks are like that. I've seen it. On, on my side of town, there's one Starbucks. I, my friend used to go there, and, and he used to do at work. He had his laptop out. He drank a coffee at 8 in the morning, and then he looked around, and he said they were all zombies. And oh. it completely freaked him out. <laughs> yeah, I, just don't, I, don't go, I don't drink coffee, so I don't really go into these Starbucks. And I don't use – Yeah, I use their restroom occasionally if I'm really just out there in a pinch. I remember that they're open, but I never hang out there. But, but the story was in Philadelphia – a Starbucks employees would not let two men use the rest restroom. They hadn't bought anything. The men were black. They were arrested because they refused to leave. And, of course, people started screaming, racism, racism. And uh, wokehead Howard Schultz capitulated, apologized, changed its bathroom policy, fired the employee who'd called the police, paid the two men money. They had to pay the two guys off. Hmm wasn't because they were black. It was because they probably were threatening. And the employee was uncomfortable. And they weren't buying anything. But they homeless? I don't think they... I remember this story, but I can't remember well, the... Well, when two people show up, they're not buying something, and they won't leave when you tell the pol what the policy is? No. And both guys desperately had to go to the bathroom at the same time? Uh, yeah, no, I'm looking at the story. I don't think they but, were homeless. I don't know. But, I guess it was just a statement they were trying to make. But besides that, it's Starbucks's property. They own it. They could have any policy they want. If they don't want to let people who don't buy coffee pee in their restrooms, then they could, that, that's their business, not, not the government's. Yeah, but if they let other people hang around all day and they didn't let these two guys, you got to have a good reason for that, right? Oh, I assume it was uh, that the employee felt threatened. They got an undisclosed sum and an offer of free college tuition to complete bachelor's degrees through an online program with Arizona State University that was created four years ago for Starbucks. I didn't know that for employees. <laughs> Isn't that precious? Did they, oh. did they uh, use that little gift? I, I don't know. This story is a year ago, wasn't yeah. it? So um, anyway. He, oh, this is five, four years ago already, so I yeah, don't know. He completely capitulated, decided to implement a new policy across the country, the whole company. You can take it, everybody into the bathrooms. Well, then they became drug dens. Then they became the makeshift psychiatric boards. I oh, mean, they said they were there to meet a third man about a real estate opportunity, but it is true. They did not buy anything, so the manager said it's time to go. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got a story, but... Everybody knows when you go in a place, you can't just rent a table. You have to at least uh, you know, b buy a cup of coffee, even if you're playing pretend. You can't just sit but there. But do they and notice, use it. like if some guy just sits there with his laptop, do they, does anybody even notice that you're not buying anything? Or? 
You kind of just blend in. You can't even see a cup of coffee behind the. Well, they they should if they enforce it consistently. Yeah, they should. They 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 should see that that uh, otherwise you're taking up tables for real customers. Right. Yeah. And and so anyway the. So now, so now okay so you, you you let all the homeless people in. And you let all the crazy people in, and now your your sane customers who have homes are afraid to come in your store. You start losing money, and then you got to close the store. I mean, Howard Schultz has got to be one of the dumbest successful businessmen in America. Why would Unless you he's that? really cagey and he's really doing this to fight off unionization, which is the big rumor, right? <laughs> that those particular stores were moving closer to unionizing. So we just shut them down to avoid that well, and use this as cover. That's what I, that, well, some that, of the wokes are saying. Well, of course, they always ha- they always have the counter story, and uh, the progressive media loves to play that part up. But right. I know there are plenty of weird, sick homeless people wandering around Starbucks. I see them myself. And in fact, our guest last week—remember the woman that used to be a deputy DA that got attacked by the vagrant uh, in downtown LA? She said it was not far from one of the Starbucks stores. It's closing. Yeah. Oh no, no. They're, she they're... seemed to attest to what was what goes no, on. No, there, right? I, I was stuck in a coffee shop once where a crazy guy came through the front door and then hovered around the front door, and mm. and wouldn't go, and there was no way to get out, right. and you had to stand there and wait until you know he he got bored or distracted or something, and then you got to make a run for it. Nah, it, it just, this is a real thing. You know what? If if you don't set up standards, it's get woke go broke. It'll happen every time. All right. Uh, again, the mayor of Beverly Hills comes on at 305 to talk about that city. The mayor of the city council deciding they're not enforcing any indoor mask mandate come Friday. More coming up. John and Ken show. Well, the girl is naked. She's walking around naked. I think I'm watching some Charlie Sheen show or something. She, she's got no clothes on. She's naked. And she white black her head. She's naked. She's laying on the garage floor naked. She's in the garage on the floor, laying on the floor naked. With her naked body looking right at George. Then she said to me, take off your clothes. So I took off my underwear so I was naked there. You were nude too, right? And at that point, I took off my clothes. I was like, no way, he's not naked. He's naked. Naked and in front of a crowd. And now, an update from the John and Ken Naked Desk. Here's John and Ken. All right. Screaming naked people. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. There's a whole series of these reality shows. What, Naked and Afraid? Naked on a first date or something? There's one that you show up naked for your first date. (laughs) Well, you know, you get that out of the way, don't you? (laughs) I saw a naked dating show once. Uh, Oh, really? That's how you spend your time? No, by, by accident. Actually, we're on vacation we were in a like a, a, a hotel room. We were watching TV, the whole family, right? And I'm flipping around trying to find something we could watch, and I stopped on a naked dating show, yeah. <laughs> which we all enjoyed. Do they pixelate they, the people? Yeah, Is that what they do. Yeah, yeah, they blurred out the uh, the naughty the parts. parts. Right. <clears throat> my, well, my my sons were teenagers, and they thought this was the funniest thing they'd ever seen. So Dad God. couldn't. Uh, think it would be if you were a teenage boy <laughs> show us more this story so, so Dad is and not the boys had a big laugh this story from the naked desk is not as cheery as the one john no, cobalt just no. recapped with his family no tragic no and it's a bit stunning because if you go to a nude beach they're called naturists by the way do you need to bring your gun 
Well, in this case, do you? Wait, hold on. Where where did he put it? I know. Is that a gun? Are you just happy to see me? <laughs> I mean, there aren't, there aren't too many places to store the gun. A 76-year-old beachgoer in France did go to the beach with a gun in his bag. He's apparently a hunter. He had a permit to have the gun with him. So it was with him on this day last weekend where apparently a 46-year-old man that he did not know shows up and, uh uh-oh, he decides to do one of those things that men think is okay, I guess, at a nude beach. He started leering at the women, and then he started pleasuring himself in public. And And he's also shouting insults, I guess. Hey, that's a small wiener. And (laughs) is that all you got? Hey, lady, you want to get some implants? Well, the... I'm just trying to think of some insults for a nude beach. Do you got any? <laughs> no. The the old guy got really mad and drew out the hunting rifle and then fired three shots and hit uh, the younger man in the chest. He killed him. Killed him. Yeah, there you go. He died nude. <laughs> died nude. I would with imagine. His, with his hand around his... Uh... Yes. Uh, it doesn't say if he was drunk or high on drugs. We don't have any information yet. It could just been another day for him. About a... Uh... Any kind of testing done on the on the body, but uh, yeah, this old guy said stop it, and they began arguing, and the old guy oh. just had enough. He reached into his uh, pack and pulled out his hunting rifle, and boom, boom, boom. Well, they have different social mores in France. Is is it okay in France on the beach to uh, start to um, pleasure yourself in front of a woman? I mean, do it they, is do apparently they, not. Do no. the women object? Or uh... I don't think that's. Naturists will tell you it's nothing sexual. They are there because they believe the body is beautiful and it should get all of the sun. Remember that story from a couple of years ago that you're supposed to uh, you're supposed to suntan your uh, your your nether region there, Mm. like your uh, your well, you know, you do look inside your you do look weird when when part parts of your body are very tanned and and parts are very white. Yes, which is uh, which is the state I'm in right now, and I uh, I don't think anybody ought to see me without clothes. They uh, yeah, especially sort of like because you wear socks, and if you take the socks off, you can see the tan mm-hmm. lines. Yeah, on your right. Legs. No, I got I got tan lines all over the place. I got like a whole roadmap now. Okay, the uh, the shooter was examined to see whether or not uh, he his age may preclude him from being taken into custody. Like maybe he's not in his right mind, but they determined that uh, he was fit. So he has been detained. So he wasn't his right I think there's a justification for killing a man just because he was pleasuring himself in public. It's probably not really... It's gross. Now, you could argue that maybe he thought his life was in danger somehow. (laughs) That we don't know yet. If if he was approached by the guy. I mean, because the guy was 46 and he's 76, so he could probably shouldn't shouldn't somebody be, uh, I mean, just for being too gross. Killed? Well... I mean, I could see shooting him in the penis. I... <laughs> Disabling him, just blowing like that, that, blowing that but, thing off, but actually uh, killing <laughs> I, him. I don't know. You know, you got to be more sensitive than that. You got to, uh, yeah. I think he learned his lesson, but uh, now he's dead. So you got to. It's uh, a weird thing to go to prison for at seventy six. I mean, that's. I mean, I assume he has never killed anybody before in life. Ah, this is the what first, you always say, right? Well, well, this can't be the first time he well, killed somebody for pleasuring themselves. He's got. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that is a, that is a I was going to say it's a quick trigger. I don't, but I mean really, what what I mean that's what set him off after all this time in life. 
That's what it set him off. That's right. That's, uh, that's why it's no good to carry guns around because everybody's got that uh, that that breaking point. You never know when it's going to hit. All right. As we speak, the L.A. County Board of Supervisors is meeting, and one of the subjects they finally got to was this dopey decision by Barbara Ferrer that we're going back to the indoor mask mandate Friday if the, quote, numbers don't improve by then. Uh, we're monitoring that. We'll get any more audio as it pops up because we think there's only one supervisor that would try to stop her, and that's Catherine Barger. I was kind of hoping to get some audio of the rest of the stooges on that supervisor board. There's five of them to see what the others are saying to Ferrer about her uh, stupid mandate. Coming up next, though, the city of Beverly Hills has decided, the officials there, they will not enforce any indoor mask mandates. We'll talk to the mayor coming up next. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.